Happy Woo Wednesdays. Today I have a special guest. Her name is Madeline and I just heard about her through another podcast and I was completely infatuated with her and her message and she is a human design reader. If you guys don't know what human design is and I didn't know a couple weeks ago, um, it's actually like a chart that could tell you about your whole entire life and who you are and um, you know how you were mapped out and it's just it could be completely life-changing um, and it could bring you so much energy to your life uh, but you do have to know your birthday where you're born and the time you were born um, but yeah it's so interesting so powerful she is a wealth of knowledge and she actually has a podcast called human design for beginners but yeah i just really feel like i am living in my purpose um, helping wedding professionals um, just rebrand and helping them with their marketing and their sales and just really getting to know um, my clients so well and just helping them out and every day I just wake up with so much passion and purpose and my friends just say like I look younger and I seem so much happier so yeah if you guys are interested go to my Instagram and DM me the word demo and I will send you a 20 minute video on how to get 10 to 15 quality leads a month and it's going to tell you about my new program called the triple threat and yeah you are going to love it but enjoy this episode Welcome to Get a Heck Yes with Carissa Wu. I'm your host, Carissa, and I've been a Los Angeles wedding photographer for over a decade. I've traveled the world, built my team, and seen it all. I now coach wedding photographers hit 10K a month and build a thriving business. In this podcast, we are going to deep dive into how top wedding creatives get that heck yes from their dream clients. We are not holding back on the struggles of the business and how to push through the noise. Some healthy hustle, mindset shifts, up-leveling your money story, Time hacks because I'm a mom of two, a little bit of woo-woo, and most importantly, self-love and confidence are just a few of the many things we will talk about. I want to give you a genuine thank you for following along my journey. I hope to inspire you every Woo Wednesday so that you say heck yes to listening to this podcast. See you guys soon. Hey everyone, welcome back to Get a Heck Yes. Happy Woo Wednesdays. I have Madeline evergreen in the house and she is a manifesting generator if you don't know what that is you will soon she is a host of beginner's guide to human design and she does uh she also does breath work in minneapolis she does so many things she's a ballroom dancer she's into health and nutrition she's a human design reader we're going to be talking all about that today but welcome madeline Thank you. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah. And you are so beautiful. I'm so glad to meet you. You have the most amazing Instagram. Your energy just pops out on stories and you give so much great information about human design. And I guess to tell the audience, I just learned about you recently through a podcast, Susie Holman's podcast. And you talked all about human design and it's actually something I never heard about um, before. So I was very infatuated. But before that, just tell everyone a little bit about you. Great. Oh my goodness. I don't even know where to start. My life has been um, a lot of different things, but essentially 
I have had a lifetime of health struggles. So from day one, basically since I was born, I've had health problems. Um, my very first sentence that I ever said was my knees hurt. Um, I had growth hormone deficiency as a child. I was always sick. I was always um, in pain. And by the time I got to high school, I was spontaneously fainting on a regular basis, vomiting just randomly. I couldn't keep any food down. I was very depressed and unhappy. Plus, I was a very serious dancer. So I went to a performing arts high school. I was planning to do something like be in Cirque du Soleil or be on Broadway. Like I had really big goals and ambitions, but I could barely even get through my day because I had so many health problems. Wow. So nobody seemed to be able to help me. I went to tons of doctors growing up. My mom would try and, you know, go to these appointments and work through it and try and help me. But really, I was pretty much told by doctors that it's all in your head and you're fine and there's nothing wrong. So I took it into my own hands in high school and started learning about diet. And this was in about 2007, 2008, before almost anybody even knew what gluten was. I mean, people mm -hmm. knew, but like there wasn't a gluten-free aisle at the grocery store. It wasn't popular. And most of the time when I would tell people that I'm going gluten-free, they would think I was talking about glue. Like they didn't know what that wow. was. So this was way before it became even a normal thing. And it was quite a struggle. In fact, it took me over a year to actually give up gluten and not have it for 24 hours. So I ended up going down the rabbit hole of health at that point. And that was kind of the first stepping stone to getting better around the age of like 17. But the truth is, is that it wasn't until about a year ago that I actually feel like I've had true health. And I'm 30, I'm almost 33. So my entire, you know, last 12, 13 years of my life has been dedicated to healing my body. My whole career went into group fitness, Pilates. I did nutrition coaching. I did online courses in nutrition and taught classes. And I really, really learned a lot. Most all of it was actually just self-education, although I did have some schooling. But really, I dove into it for my own learning and brought that to the people. But the truth is, is that throughout all of that teaching I was doing, I was still very sick and I still could hardly show up, could hardly function, was constantly unhappy and miserable. And um, it wasn't until I really learned about human design and some other very odd, very unconventional health tactics as, as well, that um, that's when I really changed. And it wasn't until I started implementing what I've learned about my own human design chart that my actual physical body transformed, but also my career, my relationship, um, everything about my life sort of fell into place once I learned that. <laughs> I'm like already um, so excited for this conversation. There's so many questions I could ask you, but let's go back to growing up with pain, um, even with the childhood. How how did you cope with it? Um, do you think it was the gluten and how did you, how did you just like go about like living your life in like all this pain and still being a dancer? Well, I was a very unhappy person and it may not have looked like it from the outside, except for the people that were closest to me, my family, my close friends who knew me. Um, I, I looked like a happy person. I was very loud and smiley and energetic and a funky kid that was constantly like 
moving around and getting involved, I wasn't, you know, depressed acting. But the truth is, is that I was so exhausted all the time and a huge, huge complainer. Um, just ask my family. I mean, when my stepdad came into our life, like I just heard him say the other day, like, oh, Madeline was the worst. And that might sound really mean and whatever, you know, families, but it kind of, I, I wasn't a very pleasant person at home and in like my personal time because I was miserable. I had searing stomach pains a lot to the point where I don't know how many dozens of times my family almost called 911 and then poof, it would just disappear. Wow. Like I would be debilitated or again, like vomiting for who knows what reason. And then all of a sudden I'm fine. And yeah, I just, I don't really know how I got through it, but I think that one thing is that, ah, uh, this is so deep, so get ready. I honestly think that I was experiencing a lot of attention and a lot of love in life because I was sick. And I think that there was a deep, deep, deep part of me that loved being a sick person because it gave me attention from my family, from my teachers, my friends, my dance coaches, you know, poor little Madeline, she's sick again, let's all give her love and attention. Wow. And I don't know what that means. I don't know if I manifested that. I don't know if this was my karma. I don't know if it was just a coincidence. I don't really care. But it wasn't until I really stopped identifying as an unhealthy person that has problems and I truly stepped into a healthy identity that that unraveled so fast I couldn't even believe it like 95% of my health problems if I could even quantify them just sort of fizzled out over a matter of months when I truly stopped identifying as like that's me instead it's just like well that happened this is happening you know a symptom is happening but that has nothing to do with me and it was quite a drastic mindset shift I had to go through. Oh, that's so interesting. It was, um, I thank you for sharing that. It just brought up a memory of like, I felt like I kind of had to get attention by, um, from my parents by gossiping, mm. um, like telling people's secrets and they would kind of be like, Ooh, like give me this attention. Um, and then I had to realize, yeah, no, it hurts a lot of people to do that. Um, but it's interesting, like the stories that we kind of tell ourselves as kids and how it kind of shapes us, but thank you for sharing. That's very vulnerable. Um, walk me through, like, you can even tell me like a little bit about the gluten, like how you, what is it? And, um, you know, cutting it out, like how it's changed you and then how it kind of sparked this health journey. Sure. So my sister worked at, she's four years older than me. She worked at this um, like nutrition coaching place at the front desk when she was in college. So that's how I even sort of heard about nutrition in the first place. Um, she wasn't like really into it, but it was just kind of like her college job. And sometimes I would go to like a class here and there for fun to see like where she worked. So I heard that gluten might be a problem for some people and gluten is just one of the proteins in wheat. And knowing what I know now, it's so silly to even focus on that because there's, it's so much more, but that was just a tiny little stepping stone into the world of healing and health beyond what um, like Western medicine has to offer. So my best friend in high school at the time, she also had a lot of digestive issues and other problems. And so we thought we're going to give up gluten. And we also were giving up sugar and corn and dairy all at once. Wow. And um, 
it was so difficult. Um, I never know how much to really explain, but basically what I learned in that year of failing to be able to give it up is that gluten and those other substances, dairy and, and corn and sugar are actually very addictive substances. You, you know, is it good? Is it bad? Doesn't matter. The truth is, is that they have addictive nutrients in them that our brains cannot give them up. It's just like drugs or yeah. other addictive habits. So I ended up going to this conference in California um, as a high schooler. And this conference is full of doctors, chiropractors, you know, naturopaths, and then this little like high school dancer is there. And I went there to learn all about amino acids, which is, again, a whole other topic, but basically they're brain chemicals that you need in order to feel certain feelings. So like there's dopamine, serotonin, melatonin, those are like neurotransmitter chemicals. And you can take supplements of those compounds if you're not making them well yourself. So what you can do if you have something like a gluten or a dairy or a sugar addiction is actually take specific types of amino acids to target that uh, brain activity. And it just immediately satisfies the craving for what you actually want, which would be something like you actually want dopamine or you actually want serotonin. Uh -huh. And you can get that from gluten or you can get it from your body making it, which my body was not obviously, or you can get it from taking a supplement or there's other modalities as well. Mm. So I learned about that. And then I immediately became just like addicted to learning more and more and more about nutrition. And honestly, I barely got better. I barely got better from giving up all those foods. And for the next decade, I continued to winnow my diet down and down and down. And I continued to stay really unhealthy, meaning like I had health problems. I was living the most strict life I've ever seen of anybody. Like I did not mess up my diet. I was married to eating perfectly. Uh -huh. and I was obsessed with continuing to learn. I did a lot of very extreme things to do with detoxification and all kinds of different things. And it sort of worked and it worked beautifully for my clients and for other people and then for me i was still very puffy in pain i could hardly digest my food i it it was a disaster honestly uh -huh. so you know giving i i don't eat gluten still i probably never will but honestly gluten was not really like the only thing there was yeah. so much more to it than that you know i want to look into it because i've been having um really bad skin issues on my chin where it's not just dry skin. It's literally like cracked. And I, you know, put Aquaphor like every second and it's just so painful. And I went to like dermatologists and, you know, the ointments don't work. So it has to deal with, you know, what I'm eating and it just, it's kind of like ruining my life. So <laughs> yeah, like yeah I hear stuff like that a lot from people. And honestly, what I think, um, you know, I, from learning human design, I realize now more than ever that not one thing works for everybody. It truly doesn't work that way. But the best results that I've ever seen for the biggest group of people would actually be looking into an animal-based diet or a carnivore diet. And that's how I've been eating for the past couple of years. And it's an incredible thing to do for especially skin health, but many, many other health conditions as well. 
Yeah. I never seen such beautiful skin. I'm talking about you and you. you're only 33, but you know, you live, you seem like you lived a thousand lives. Um, <laughs> you're so mature, was full of knowledge. So it's interesting. Um, you're so smart. I want to see, just talk a little bit, a couple more questions before a hot topic, but what was that like aha moment when you did realize like maybe, um, you're using your sickness to get attention or love from your parents? or your coaches or your teachers? And did you kind of like, just like, like, wow, like, was I doing this to myself? Like, um, did it happen? Was there some sort of like spark? And did it change your life when you kind of figured that out? Pardon this short interruption, but guess what? I have a new program. It's for all wedding professionals. It's called the Triple Threat. We redo your brand messaging, the homepage of your website. Part two is we do all your marketing. We create a beautiful brochure so you could start getting on prefer venue vendor list. And we do all your sales. So we actually make you a sales presentation leading your client to the heck yes so you get paid. I have a free 20 minute demo training. It's only 20 minutes, go to my Instagram at Carissa Wu and DM me the word demo. I will send it right over. It's how to get 10 to 15 quality leads in your inbox per month. Enjoy guys. Carissa Wu is a LA based wedding photographer who's actually turning business coach. She helped me grow and change and I'm so proud to call you coach. Tell us how you're feeling. Like I want to just know a little bit more about your thoughts. Yeah. It's beautiful and you're you're awesome. It's beautiful. I'm speechless. <laughs> I just like the fact that it feels like myself. Like I can I feel myself when I see this. Oh man. Well, you got me pumped and excited for this. Carissa, thank you. It's interesting because there was sort of a pivotal time. Um I think it was about two years ago almost that I really had this shift begin. However, in my early 20s, around the age of maybe 21, 22, it, I started understanding this. So it was like two phases. Um, at a really young age, I, I was so unhappy because I was so sick that I went away to a month-long breathwork retreat up in the mountains and mm -hmm. um, had to do like serious healing. Otherwise, I truly believe I would have died of like misery. I, I'm not exaggerating when, exaggerating when I say that. And that's when I really started to learn a lot about um, shame and, you know, personal programs going on and also familial issues like dynamics between parents and kids. And that's when I really started my more spiritual healing journey. However, about maybe two years ago, I was in a manifestation course that again, was dipping into a lot of those topics of, you know, removing limiting belief systems and repatterning, patterning your subconscious thinking and whatnot. And one of the things that came up for me that became very clear is that I have this like unconscious identity as a person who has health problems. Like that's what I think of when I think of like a description of myself, not anymore, but back then uh -huh. I was like, wow, well, no wonder I have health problems because I act like I have health problems and I tell everybody about it and everybody knows because it's so obvious. And then they expect me to have health problems. And there's a huge mm -hmm. power in other people's expectations of you. There are actually studies that show that like teachers who expect certain children to be 
bad kids, uh-huh. those kids will be bad. They'll turn out a certain way. Or teachers that expect certain kids to be a good or a smart kid, those kids will do better. And I realized like, wow, everybody expects me to be a sick person because I'm acting like that and I'm projecting that out there and I'm always complaining and I'm always going, woe is me. So I did a lot of reprogramming with that um, over a number of months, but and and at the same time is when I learned about human design and just dove in headfirst and did everything I could possibly do to learn about it and really live my design, which again, it's the same thing, basically. It's it's getting down to really who am I? And I there's nothing in my chart that says that I need to be a sick person. So I'm not that. So when I stopped identifying as that and I stopped um, like unnecessarily complaining or telling my husband or my parents or my coworkers about all my problems. And I just, I would only say things if it was really necessary. Like if somebody needed to know I'm really sick because I'm not going to come in or something, then I would inform them and I wouldn't seek pleasure from their response. It would be like, I'm just going to be super dry and very just basic, straightforward. If someone needs to know anything Uh other than that, I'm not, I'm not taking pleasure in the fact that I'm having a hard time. Plus I did a lot of weird stuff to reprogram this on a subconscious level. So my Instagram handle is actually healthy underscore Madeline. It used to just be my full name, which is fine. But I actually changed it to that around that time because I wanted to change my identity to a healthy person. And I wanted as many eyes that are going to be on me to see me and expect me to be healthy. And it's, it worked. I also changed like a really great tactic is to change passwords or labels on things to have to do with something that you want. And so I put healthy in a number of different places around my life. But mostly I started living according to my human design chart. And then it was like within a month, I dropped a number of sizes and clothing. I don't know why. I stopped having most of my digestive problems. My entire body changed shape and things just started rapidly changing in my life. That's just amazing. That's chilling. It's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Just, you know, telling yourself that you're sick and expecting um, people expect you to be sick. So you're going to be sick. Um, that's so interesting. Let's get into it. So for you listening, you know, this is all wedding professionals listening, but you know, it's not wedding professional, but specific, but it's human specific. So what is human design? Human design is a blend of, it's almost like spirituality and science altogether. It's actually quite science-based, but it's a chart that you can pull up based off of your birth time, birth date, and location. It's not a questionnaire like a personality test. It's just those three pieces of it, pieces of information. You get this crazy looking chart, and then there's usually a description next to it that explains, you know, what the chart actually means. Or you can, you know, work with a human design reader for them to really explain it in depth. But this chart really is a user manual for you, for your life. It's kind of like if you were born and you just like popped out of your mom and somebody comes over and hands her your human design chart and says, here's the manual for your baby. Use this to raise them and then give it to them so they can continue to raise themselves. It, that's exactly what it is. 
So it guides you through a number of different things like how does your energy work? What is your personality like? What is your digestive type like? What are your strongest senses? What kind of environments work better for you? And one of the most beautiful things is what are the gifts that you have in this life? Like what are you actually meant to bring forth? What's like your authentic you gifts, not just gifts that you, you know, pick up on and learn or are trained to do, but like, why are you actually here as a person? It's so interesting. Yeah. I think someone did tell me about this when I was in my early twenties and I kind of laughed it off and I was just like, cool for you, you know? Um, but decade, decade and a half later, um, I kind of totally believe it. <laughs> I do really after kids really understand that we are given souls um, you know, before we're even born, but where does human design even stem back from? Yeah. So, um, everybody who's listening, just get ready to take this or leave it. Human design is definitely not for everybody, but this is just where it came from. So this man named Ra'uruhu, he was in Ibiza in Spain, and I never remember the exact year, but it was like 1987 or 88, something like that he uh, channeled the whole thing. So he sat down 11 days straight, wrote it all out, channeled it from what he calls the voice. Bam, there it is. Ooh. So that's where it came from. Cool. Okay. So how does he break them up? Like, are there, um, you're, you said you're, is it a generator? Was it? Yeah, I'm a manifesting generator. So there are different categories in the chart, but one of the like most important ones and the one that everybody kind of looks at first is the energy type. And this is not your personality type that comes at a different part of the chart, but this is really how your energy is meant to work as a human being. And there are five different energy types. So there's generators, manifestors, manifesting generators, projectors, and reflectors. And when you learn about which one you are, you'll understand why you might have some very weird energy waves like some people go at 200 percent one day and then they totally crash and they're at zero percent for a day other people have energy like when they're doing stuff that they love but they completely burn out when they're doing things they don't like some people feel like their energy is just all over the place or they can only work for a short amount of time and that's where the energy type really comes in. And it helps you understand the benefits of that and how to work with it and why you are that way and how to maximize it so that you're actually feeling good the majority of the time. And also feeling like not weird if you are a certain way, like it's just kind of maybe affirmation that, hey, like this is how I was designed and this is so helpful. How has human design um, helped you with your self-discovery? It's helped me in so many ways. I can't even remember them all. Yeah. <laughs> the, the main one is that I learned that I'm a manifesting generator. So that that's a combination of two types. But basically, I'm somebody who is here to create energy, not only for myself, but for the planet. That's what the generator part is. You're an energy creator. The other types, you don't do that. So in order for me to create energy for me and for you and everyone else, I have to be doing things that light me up, things that I love. So I have to love my life. And there's been a lot of times in my life where I don't love what I'm doing, but I'm doing what I think I should be doing because it's the best thing for the business or it's the best thing for my family or it makes a lot of money or it's impressive, but I actually don't really like it. So I end up like crying at the end of the day with yeah, exhaustion yeah. and burnout. And I'm just like, ah, I don't 
feel good, but I'm doing impressive things or I'm doing good work. So the first thing I did when I learned about myself is that I took three days and I, I only did what I wanted to do. And I didn't tell anyone I was doing this experiment and I neglected a lot of my little responsibilities. Like I didn't check the voicemail because I hate checking the voicemail and I didn't do certain tasks at work, but I did do the ones that leave me feeling very satisfied, like the ones I'm attracted to. And it doesn't mean I just had a fun time, but I did what I truly was drawn to do. And I just eliminated the things that I dreaded. And what happened over those three days is that I was so energized, I could barely even keep up with myself. And I am typically a very tired person easily. And I could hardly sleep. I was so energized. And everybody around me, even the people at the grocery store that I interacted with, were in a better mood. And literally (laughs) nobody noticed that I neglected the things I didn't want to do. So from that experiment, I learned, okay, that works. Like I've proven it to myself. It's true. So now I have the task of figuring out how do I have this be permanent? Like, how do I have a life where I truly love what I'm doing the majority of the time and I'm not burdened by stuff I don't love? And I wasn't doing human design as a career at that time, obviously, because I just learned about it. But I started to indulge in things that I wanted to indulge in. So I just went full out learning human design, even though it didn't make sense. Like it wasn't logical. I didn't think it was going to be a career. I didn't think it was going to be a moneymaker or anything. But I just let myself like pour into it. And I stopped trying to make a career out of what I was doing, like out of fitness and nutrition, even though I love those things and they're like a hobby of mine and they're still a part of my career, but I just completely let go of expecting that to be what I'm doing. And I think that's the biggest impact that happened at first was then I started to create energy because I truly Uh was spending the majority of my time loving the topic of what I'm doing and what I'm learning. And it didn't matter if it was, again, impressive, important, you know, if it made money, it was just that I want to be doing this right now. And so I'm making this energy and it was like a momentum of like life force moving forward. And then the next thing I did was I learned a lot about my mom's chart because I'm super close with her. I work with her. I see her every day. She's one of my favorite people. But I know I have gotten myself like wrapped up in confusion of like what's right for her and what's right for me and why. And I was having trouble seeing myself separate from her. So I learned about her chart and I could distinctly see like, wow, that's why she's that way. And I'm not. So I'm going to stop pretending. I'm going to stop thinking that that's right for me. For example, her design is very much um, around like survival and being a leader in the theme of survival. She's really, really good at like telling people what to do and why you would do it and giving people resources and helping them get through Mm -hmm. life. And when I do that, I can. I'm Uh good at it. And I I'm so bored and I burn out (laughs) and people respond pretty negatively to me when I do that. And they kind of like argue back. And my chart is the opposite. Mine is all about like desire and wanting and being attracted to things. And when I craft like the way I am in my career and with clients and with friends and family, 
all around like what do you want like what do we want to do like what are you attracted to not like what do you need how can we survive but when it's more about like this wanting vibe i thrive and people love to hear that from me like i see no one argues with me when i talk about those things but they argue Uh with me when i talk about something like going gluten-free like people don't want to hear that from me but they they would want to hear it from somebody else that has that sort of energy in their chart oh that's so specific that is so specific that's crazy Mm -hmm. (laughs) you must have been like reading these lines and be like what the (laughs) like that's my mom (laughs) It was mind blowing because I was like, I knew it. And this is what my clients say when I do readings or they come to like, I do a lot of group coaching in human design. People are always like, I know I'm that way. I knew I was, but I couldn't really see that that was true because I've always been trying to fit in or I've been trying to do it this way or school taught me that. So I just shut it down. But I've known that was in me. And so like for me, I'm very trusting. It's easy for me to just trust the chart and try it. And if it works, it works. And so far it does. Wow. What does your life and your business look like now? A quick message from our sponsor is 17 Hats. I'm collabing with them because this CRM company has made my life so much easier. So here's a question. What's holding you back? What's keeping you from finding success as a small business owner? It's not passion. The fact that you're listening to the show shows that you're eager to learn and get better. No, what holds most entrepreneurs is the chaos of business, paperwork, mailed invoices, and no system to handle it all. That's where 17 Hats comes in. 17 Hats is a better way to manage your small business. It's an all-in-one platform that streamlines everything from lead capture to client communication, to click and you're done automated invoices. 17 Hats paves the way for your success and you deserve by giving you back hours in your day. I've been using 17 Hats for over a decade. I always know how much I'm going to be getting paid throughout the year and most importantly, I always get paid. Thank you, automation. Find what success looks like for you with 17 Hats. Get started for free at 17hats.com or use my promo code, heck yes. Back to the conversation. Totally different. Um, I am 100% in control of what I'm doing with my time, with whatever content I put out there, with how I want to present myself, with physically where I work. I'm in my home office right now, but it's actually technically not my business. So I still work under the umbrella of a business called Studio Timeout that my mom runs. I've been working through that business for uh, since the age of 14, actually. Wow. And um, but basically I get 100 percent control over what I'm doing. So it feels like my business. I decide what programs I'm putting out there. I decide what types of appointments I offer, how much I charge. Again, like what kind of hours or where or when or if I work. Uh-huh. All of that is just as if it's all up to me. And um, is that like the best, like freeing, peaceful feeling? Well, no, actually not. It, it is now, but I have never wanted to be a business owner Um, I grew up in a small family business that was a huge operation. I mean, it was a small business, but it was like, it took up, it was a hundred percent of our family's family time. Like that's it. And then my mom grew up in a small business and most of her 
uh, siblings have businesses. So I really understand family business dynamics and I understand what it takes to run a business. And I've always said like, nope, not for me. That's too hard. Like being a business owner is no joke. I know what it takes and I know the strain. However, the way that things have just kind of happened the last couple of years, I got this opportunity to basically change, like just basically do whatever I wanted within this business if I want. No one's pressuring me, but I thought, you know what? I love human design. I love breath work. Um, I'm going to just pretend like I'm the business owner and do it. And luckily, like I have this super unique situation because I have a safety net because technically I'm an employee. Uh-huh. So like if it all fails, it doesn't really matter, <laughs> which is super weird because I forget that a lot. Uh-huh. I don't really think in those terms, but it's also really nice. Um, and yeah, it it's it's like an experiment of like, do I actually want this? Because I've always told myself I don't. And I'm starting to open my mind to the possibility of maybe I'll be willing to be a business owner someday. Interesting. Is timeout like a health center? Yeah, we do a lot of different things, but it's all around healing and health and um, exercise, nutrition, all kinds of different things. That's pretty cool. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love it. Awesome. Oh my God. Okay. So um, tell us a little bit about like your program and like, what's, I think you have something coming out, right? Yeah, I do. So I have something coming out on November 19th. So I believe this episode is going to be out before then. I think so. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, but it's called the holiday alignment challenge and it's a really fun eight week program. And it's great for people who are new to human design. You can absolutely do it too, if you're experienced, but I, thrive with beginners and I specialize in helping people who don't really understand human design at all or you're really new with it. And what this is going to be is actually an eight-week experience all online where you're going to learn how to stay in alignment with your human design chart through the holidays. So you know how a lot of people end up getting really stressed out during the holidays and then like January comes and they're just like, oh, thank God it's over. Like, I gained all this weight because Uh I ate all these foods I didn't want to eat. And I went to all these parties and did these obligations and had to see family that's like really trigger me. And Uh I know the holidays are amazing and fun and I love it, but it's also stressful for a lot of people, especially people who have businesses or who have kids. So this is an opportunity for you to actually be in the driver's seat of your life and do the holidays according to what's right for you so that you actually love the holidays fully and come out in January feeling refreshed and not burnt out and like, oh my God, I need a reset. Like, how about you just don't need to have a reset in the first place? So that's what this is going to be. Yeah, it is. Holidays is like very stressful. Um, the presents, the wrapping, uh, drinking, you know, feeling like hungover <laughs> all the time and then like creating so much anxiety. Um, so just tell us like a little bit, a little tiny tidbit more about it. Like, 
yeah. So how it works is that you're going to look up your chart in advance and it's free. So like the chart is free. So anyone can just look that up. My favorite website is called myhumandesign.com. You just put in your birth information and then you'll have your chart. That's all you need beforehand. So you don't have to be educated or well-versed in human design, but if you are, you can also join. It's like the experience level doesn't matter here. Then in the program, we're going to be meeting every week on Monday nights or Tuesday mornings or both. And you can see all the exact times and stuff on the on the web page. But basically, there's going to be a weekly meeting where I'm going to give you a theme for the week and some teaching about what is this theme in your chart? Like, what are we looking at in the chart? What does it mean? Like, let me help you learn this. And then you're going to apply it to your actual life. So like Thanksgiving week, you're going to have a very specific focus on something that's going to help you get through Thanksgiving feeling really, really good according to what's right for you, not a blanket statement of what's right for everybody, but for you. And then we're going to come back next week, talk about, did it work? Did it not work? Like, what are your successes and fails? And let me help you like group coaching almost. Let me help you tweak that. So it works better next time. And then there's going to be hot seats so people can actually apply. It's a small group, so a lot of people are going to be able to do this, but you can apply to have a like meeting with me to dive even deeper, almost like doing a human design reading, which can be really expensive. So this is a super cost-effective way of doing that. There's going to be fun like challenges and videos and all different kinds of things just to keep you like really inspired and motivated all the way from like November 19th through new year's okay i'm gonna join oh you should yeah and we're excited yeah and it's not like unlimited spots because i really do give people personal attention like i learn your names i learn your situations like i actually get to know you so it's about three quarters of the way full right now so i'm sure that there will still be at least a couple spots left by then but definitely get in if you um want to and yeah it's gonna be great i'll link it up um do you have any apps that you recommend for human design Yeah, I love Jenna Zoe's app. It's called the My Human Design app. Okay. And um, it's amazing. It's great. You can put in your chart. You can put in all your friends and your family's charts and have them like at your fingertips with descriptions of everything. And it's so helpful. I have all my clients use it and everybody loves it. Oh, cool. Yeah. When I heard you on the podcast, on Susie's podcast, I just texted my parents like, when was I born? And then they said 4.30, but I don't know if I believe them fully. So I guess you gave a tip on your podcast, but you said to call the hospital that you're born. Yeah. So I wonder if they do have like records back to like <laughs> when, but um, I just want to know like exactly the time I was born. And I don't know if I could find my birth certificate. So that's my ne- next goal. <laughs> yeah. And something else you could do is like, if you were think, if you think you were born around 4.30, you can just look up a whole bunch of charts between like any time frame, but like every half hour from like two to five. Oh, okay. And then look at them and see if they're like wildly different because sometimes they're almost the same for a couple of hours and it might not really matter for you exactly which one. Has your um, hubby, like are your charts super different and has it helped your marriage? This has helped our marriage tremendously because I no longer, well, I shouldn't say never, but (laughs) I no longer get annoyed by the way he's different from me. You know how everybody is like, why are they doing it that way? Like I wouldn't do it that way. And it's getting, it can get really intense with spouses. 
And now I understand why he does things the way he does them. And I see the value in it because mm -hmm. it's actually correct for him. Um, and we have, like, he really understands human design as well. He's very interested in it and learns a lot about it for himself. And so we can have conversations through the language of human design, like, oh, I'm a generator, or I'm a manifesting generator. So that's why I'm doing this this way. You know, when we have conflict, we kind of go back to the chart and work out like, why is there an issue? Where, where's the dynamic problems? However, the most amazing thing ever I found in our charts that just still boggles me, there's something called the life theme in everyone's chart. And there's about mm -hmm. 193 of them, I think. I always forget the exact number. But there's a lot of them and so it's not normal to find someone with the same one and um my husband and i have almost the the exact same one like it's just tweaked a tiny bit but that basically means we both have the same reason for being in this life like we have the same theme the same purpose for this lifetime as each other which is like really strange to find that in a marriage so Can you tell me what it is yeah, well, it's a long explanation. Okay. <laughs> it's a just long like, explanation. It up, yeah. Um, yeah, basically, we're both here. I'm just going to give kind of a summary, but we're both really here to. This is not going to sound that interesting until you really read the whole thing, uh -huh, but to uh -huh. follow our gut and our instincts and our intuition, along with learning by collecting other people's stories. So, listening and collecting stories is both for both of us a huge part of our life and we actually take other people's stories as like education for ourselves to bring forward in our work in the world and him and i are obsessed with listening to audiobooks and we like love stories together and we've really like allowed ourselves to indulge in that since learning this because we see like oh there's actually a benefit to that it's not just silly or frivolous for us mm -hmm. And we're here to start new things and like create something from nothing and kind of be like a, a starter from zero to one. Oh, that's so cool. That's so powerful. I mean, just to like talk about that stuff with like your spouse is just so much fun. Like instead of just twiddling your thumbs, you know, <laughs> we're talking about Netflix, but um, I guess last question, um, a lot of wedding professionals are listening and they're so burnt out right now. Like you could just feel it. It's um pretty much the end of wedding season. Um, we feel so depleted. We've been giving to our clients like, and then not giving to ourselves, like just talk to their hearts, like how human design can maybe, um, yeah, up uplift their spirits. I love the concept of like career or your profession with human design. I've done actually quite a bit of talks on this, especially for chiropractors. I don't know why it always seems to go to them, but mm -hmm. it applies to really any industry at all. And the best thing that I can recommend for anyone that's feeling burnt out, whether you're in the wedding industry or something else, is to look at the areas of your career that you're doing that you just think you should be doing it. Like I should offer these services because that's what everybody else is doing. Mm -hmm. Or it's quote unquote smart to charge these prices or to work these events or to have this package or to even offer this, whatever this thing uh -huh. to people because that's what everybody does or that's what other people are successful at. Mm -hmm. Or I need to present myself this one way because that's what's correct for the wedding industry. And I totally get it. Like I know the logic of that, but 
really take some time to, to look at why do I do it this way? Is it because it's really right for me and I truly buy it and think that this is correct? Or is it because this is what everybody's doing or because it's the smart thing or it's because this is what the best people do? And then I encourage you to, if you figure out one of those things, to experiment with pivoting, like try doing it the way that you want to or the way that you're attracted to or in a way that feels good to you and see what happens and feel free to practice it in a low stakes situation Uh like maybe don't change like your entire payment structure first but try it with something kind of silly that has nothing to do with your career like even your clothing like if you dress a certain way because you think that that would be more make you look more successful what if you tried dressing how you really want to dress mm-hmm. for a couple of days and see what happens to your energy your life force and see how other people respond to you and i don't know if it'll work or not but that's how you learn what's right for me versus what does everybody just say is right and it's kind of the old model to follow like industry norms that's just kind of passe now and it doesn't really work. Being an individual and being extremely unique and authentic to you is so unbelievably attractive to other people that when you distill yourself down in your career to offering truly what you have to offer as you, people will want that and it will be the right people and you're gonna have less friction with clients, less trouble with sales and you're gonna feel so excited about your work. Wow, that was a good one. Well, this has been one of my favorite conversations today. I posted 11, 111 episodes. So um, yeah, I've, this conversation is really mind blowing to me, really changed my mindset. But thank you so much for being on. Tell everyone where to find you on the gram because you are full of energy. Like I literally could feel the energy coming off my screen. Wow. Well, thank you so much for having me. I love doing podcasts and I just love talking. So this has been a blast. (laughs) So um, one of the best places to find me is on Instagram. You can find me at healthy underscore Madeline. And I post a ton of really quick tips on human design, but also just sort of life stuff. And so it's a great place to go if you just need like a hit of inspiration. And if you want to dive into human design and do some learning, feel free to listen to my podcast that's called The Beginner's Guide to Human Design. And if you start with episode number one and listen in order, it's going to feel like a course in human design for beginners. Yeah, just listen to it. It's so good. Yeah, yeah. And then anybody who wants to get into the holiday alignment challenge, we can put the link to it or you can find it, you know, on my Instagram or wherever it's, you'll find it. So (laughs) join me there. Thank you, Madeline. Thanks for joining me this week on Get a Heck Yes with Carissa Wu. Make sure to follow, subscribe, leave a review, or tell a friend about the show. Take a screenshot and post to IG. Tag me. Also, don't forget to download my free guide on how to become a lead generating machine. See you next time, wedding pros.